let me go, no other help I know, Jesus, Hello, hello, hello. Those that are coming in. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're gonna start in a minute. Going to start in a minute. Speak to me as you come in. How is everyone doing? All right, all right. Um, I'm not going to hold you guys long. So welcome, welcome, welcome. We're going to go ahead and get started. Welcome. You know, this is usually E-Motion Monday, but um, I couldn't do it yesterday. Um, so I prepared to come on today. I had to get this subject off of my chest. <laughs> all right. So if you guys are uh, first time visitors to um, the Psalms of My Emotions and you're just now tuning into this video, um, what happens is that um, I read a blog, we discuss it, um, and then we just expound on it a little bit. So it's just kind of like a discussion piece. And also Emotion Monday, if you're wondering what that is, like I said, it's Tuesday, it's usually on Mondays. Uh, what God had given me, you know, it's a play on words, E-motion. It's electronic motion where we hear, we meet here every week. We meet here every Monday. Um, and what uh, the, the reason and the purpose is, is to push you, is to push you to the rest of the week. Sometimes we may have a hard weekend. Sometimes we have a difficult weekend. And Monday is kind of a hard reset. So you know, whatever word that God has given me to speak or to teach on, this may help you. This may help you push your way to the rest of the week. It may be confirmation for you. So I'm so excited that God has given me this, that God has given me, you know, this idea so that I can use this to push someone forward. I thank God because I told him, if you want me to do this, if you want me to continue to do this, you will continue to speak through me and to give me something to talk about that will help heal your people. And I thank God for, you know, this also goes for my podcast audience. Um, those that are listening, those that tune in, you know, every every week, every time I drop an episode. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for my new subscribers. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for YouTube. Thank you so much. You know, I take it not for granted that you find me. I take it not for granted that, you know, um, that you 
enjoy you know the topics and that they're you know they're healing to you as well so we're not going to prolong it we're going to get into this blog i'm not going to hold you guys long and let the healing begin all right so the topic today is very interesting because um you know it's something that was burning in me before to talk about but I just, you know, I always leave everything for God to lead me and to guide me, you know, into what he wants me to talk or when he wants me to talk about things. So I always leave for God to guide me. So, you know, this week is hidden triggers, you know, uh, just even looking at the title hidden triggers. We all, you know, most of us may know what this is. You know, um, we know a person that just kind of pops off. You know, you may say something that you may not feel is offensive or whatever, but just goes off the handle, you know, immediately. And you have to be kind of mature in a way to know that, you know, it's not all about you. It's something that's going on. It's something that, you know, they've been through, you know, recently in the past, or it's a mirror. It reminds them of something that they have been through in the past. So sometimes you have to be mature enough to know when someone is being triggered and not taking it personal. So, you know, there are, I feel like there are bad triggers and then there are good triggers. Uh, you know, if anyone has ever uh, been um, like, let's say you smell food, certain food cooking in the house, it may remind you of a time in your childhood where you were safe. You know, you, you the, like the smell of brownies just always triggers you being in front of a TV, being around your parents, you know, and it reminds you and takes you back to that time where you're just a child and you didn't have to worry about anything. You know, so those are I feel like those are good triggers. Every trigger is not a bad trigger. But today we're going to talk about the bad triggers, you know, things that we need to heal from. And it is mental health month. It's also poetry month. I believe. <laughs> but, you know, this goes and ties in so well. And I'm glad that God gave me this because a lot of this ties into mental um, awareness month. That's what it is. Mental awareness, y'all. Forgive me. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and start reading. I just put this blog up not too long ago. So some of you may not have had a chance. So whoever's watching the replay, if you want to go ahead and stop and read the blog or just listen, you know, with along with me. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and read some of the reactions that we have in certain situations could very well be from past trauma. Places mentally that we thought were long gone. These triggers can be a detriment to your future if not handled accordingly. You guys, we have to handle these triggers accordingly. You know, um, I've had, you know, I've had triggers, which I'll go into, you know, as I write in these blogs, you know, where I didn't know until it happened and then kind of get in a space where I'm asking God, where is this coming from? Why am I acting this way when this happens? Because, uh, you know, it's not necessarily that someone did something bad, but it's triggering something. It's triggering a memory, you know, it's triggering something that happened in the past. It's triggering uh, something that someone else did. And now I just can't get right. You know, I'm having a negative disposition about this whole thing. All right. Some of you may have been there. I have. 
<laughs> so let me continue reading. Uh, there comes a time in the pursuit of purpose where God molds us and shapes us for the forward direction that we are walking in. So as you walk forward in purpose, like you decide, I'm going to go, you know, walk through purpose by any means necessary. What happens is that you are really kind of giving permission for God to really mold you, to really shape you. And to do that, he starts to get with things that we've kind of neglected or that we put to the side. He really starts to deal with us on a deeper level as you pursue purpose. So just as a heads up, whenever you decide that, God, there has to be more to life than this. Just know that you have invited God to change you. You have invited God to transform your mind, to settle your emotions. You have then gave him permission when you have when you say, yes, God, I want whatever, you know, I'm on this earth for. I want to pursue it. All right. So where we are and how we are mentally today will not be the same as we work toward our purpose. Like I said, that's that transformation that happens you know, when you go through purpose. This means that all hindrances and traumas will need to be addressed. Hindrances and traumas will need to be addressed. So there are things on the pursuit of purpose that, you know, will start to pop up like weeds. And you notice them and you want to pull them up, you know, because God wants you to be just so just clear and so healthy you know, as you operate into the things that he wants you to do, that he wants you to see the weeds. He wants you to see these things so you can address them, not by yourself. He don't want you to address things by himself. You have to include him in that process of pulling up these weeds. All right. So if not addressed, we will inherently punish someone that had nothing to do with the cause of the reaction. You know, because we don't deal with things, uh, certain people will suffer or will get the backlash because of unhealed trauma. You know, you might have just asked the question or whatever, and then you're feeling the brunt of, you know, the unhealed state of mind, you know, as someone reacts. So, you know, when stuff is not dealt with, you know, you tend to hurt others in the process. So, you know, to continue on, we ruin our opportunities we waste our giftings and we ruin God-ordained relationships because of the triggers that we never thought we would have. That That's deep, y'all. Do you know you can ruin friendships, relationships, work, you know, relationships because of triggers, because you choose, because you pop off, because something reminds you of something in your past Something reminds you of a cut. Something reminds you of a wound. And as soon as that trigger happens, you it's like you're feeling that wound all over again because you haven't dealt with it. All right. So the triggers that come from unhealed wounds of the soul and heart. So, you know, that's where these triggers come from. They're unhealed wounds of the soul and of the heart. You know, we could say all day that you know we put something in the past or that's the past but it depends on how you feel about what you just did you know sometimes we can say oh that's the past but at the end of the day we still have to deal with it and that's in this blog so i don't want to read ahead all right 
Uh, so, you know, what I just said, it was kind of heavy, right? Definitely. This is definitely a heavy uh, topic. It's things that gets misconstrued, gets lost in the shuffle because certain triggers that we have, we count it as part of our personality. And things that we say that are part of our personality is not healthy. <laughs> it's not, you know, you're not hard. You, you're not this big, you know, bully, you not this, you, that's not you. That's because of you're being triggered. It's because of unhealed wounds that you have. All right. That we may carry. So, you know, like I said, let me get into this blog. I'm just the one to just talk and I didn't read this blog, but I'm gonna go ahead because I wrote it. <laughs> um, so what I said was kind of heavy, right? Definitely. I see it all the time. Some people try to hide and get over the trauma in pursuit of success like it will be an even exchange or be the restitution for the pain that was experienced. You know, and what I mean by that is that you can't cover your pain and your triggers with money and with success. If anything, you know, you don't want those triggers to happen and pop up in the midst of your success you know, and in the midst of you, you know, just really, just really pursuing purpose. You really don't want that stuff to pop up. It just seems like the higher you go, the worse the trigger. And it's like you hit it for so long. And now here comes a point where you're, you're in front of, uh, you know, you're just basically people are watching you and a trigger hit where you can't even hold it any longer. And now it comes out. In the most inopportune time, you know, you're you're over a company, you're over, you know, 100 employees, thousands of employees. And then this trigger is just like that was the last straw. So now they see it. Now you're lashing out on everybody. You don't want that to happen. So you want to deal with it in your small before you are forced to deal with it in your big. Can I say it? Say that again. <laughs> You should want to deal with it in your small before you are forced to deal with it in your big. All right. We don't want to deal with these triggers and these traumas when we're up here. You want to deal with these triggers and traumas when you're down at, you know, at a level where it's just you and God and nobody else may be a witness to it. It's like, hey, we, we, we stomped out them fires. We healed. So now, you know, we can go and grow organically and grow healthy, you know, into our purposes. So, you know, like I said, uh, let me read it again. Some people try to hide and get over the trauma in pursuit of success, like it will be an even exchange or be the restitution for the pain that was experienced. That is just like saying for the families that were a victim of losing a loved one by the hand of another, that money will be the ointment to a heart that has been ripped in half. Absolutely not. And I know they have to do that, you know, as far as for the laws concerned, but you just think about it. That's not going to make anyone feel better. I, I would say someone just even in the little bit that money and material and it, it's not even going to help a little bit. You know, it's not going to do what that that heart feels, you know, is it's, your heart is ripped in half. And if not taken care of, if not uh, properly ministered to, it's going to come up later on. All right. I know it hurts to go back 
and to unpack some things that you thought were stored in a safe place. Y'all, it does hurt to even just try to even look back. Um, it doesn't take away the fact that it left a wound. So when something happened to you, and let's say you do leave it in the past, you know, that doesn't take away the fact that it left something. It left a wound. You know, it left something there that needed to be tended to, that needed ointment, that needed, you know, something to help it heal. So, you know, it left a wound, a wound so deep that if anyone got close to it, it, it would make that it, if anyone got close, it would make you squirm or even cry out in pain without a hand laid on it. You know, that's a trigger. Sometimes, you know, visually, um, if anyone, I've never broken a bone. I've never broken anything on, on my body. Thank God, cover, and it, it won't happen. <laughs> you know, glory be to God by the grace of God. You know, but I can imagine if someone breaks something, you know, even though that it is healed, you may be scared, like depending on how it happened, you may be scared to maybe go down the same street or walk down uh, some stairs because you broke your leg that way. So you will kind of be cautious or kind of be scared to go walk down the stairs again. So, you know, now you're triggered. Now you're triggered by stairs because now you're remembering you broke your leg on them stairs and it feels like it hurts. You know, you feel like, you know, oh, my leg isn't healed. No, that's those are triggers. That's trauma, you know, causing pain. Like it's tricking your brain into making you feel feel like you're feeling a thing all over again. And that's what happens, you know, when we don't get healed from our trauma. You know, here because somebody says something, they may not, they may not even know. More than likely, nine times out of ten, they don't know your situation. They don't know your life. But they say something and then you immediately just start snapping off. You immediately start treating them like they were the ones that did it to you and they weren't the ones that did it to you. So, you know, because it touched a pain that you thought that it was healed, that you thought you were over with, you know. So that is what triggers do. Um, I know the trauma also will and the triggers. I healed and was I healed and was delivered from rejection. The residue sometimes makes its way around. But when I discovered that God had a plan for that all along, it allowed me to be confident even in my weaknesses. It's not to say that you won't ever still feel kind of like the residue of things, you know, times. But you have to be confident that there is a plan attached to it. There's a plan attached. It's like if you it's kind of like put it in perspective. Just think of it like this. The next time you have a trigger, just know that. God, well, this is a reminder that I've been through something and I survived it. If you want to take that perspective and that approach, that's a healthy perspective and approach. It's not to say that you won't ever feel or have flashbacks. It's what you do with those flashbacks. Now, if you choose to snap on people with these flashbacks, <laughs> that's not healthy. But if you take it and take it as a uh, reference point, a, re a place to rejoice, that God, yes, I've been through that, but I survived it. You know, that's better to do it that way. Um, so, you know, me going through all that I went through allowed me to be confident even in my weaknesses. Anytime rejection turned its head, I went back to how I felt as a kid. So that was like a trigger for me. Um, anytime that I felt any kind of rejection, I went back to when I was a kid. Uh, feeling as if my voice was never heard and fighting internally because of it. 
You know, when I was uh, younger, I would sit back and observe everybody. I would observe situations. I would be the one, the kid that be in the corner and study everyone. And when I studied everyone, I kept my reaction to a lot of things inside, you know, so it was festering in there. You know, I couldn't speak about it. I felt like I can speak about it. I felt like I couldn't say anything. So I would just sit there and sit with it. So anytime that trigger comes where I feel like if someone, you know, shuts me down from talking or, you know, I can't say anything, you know, then it goes back to that. That's a trigger that takes me back to when I was younger, feeling like I can't talk. And then, it, you know, then it turns into rejection and it turns to, you know, a lot of things. But, you know, I've been healed and delivered from it. But that doesn't mean that, you know, you don't feel the residue. You just have to have a healthy pathway to think that thing through. Uh, so let's get into the definition of trigger. Trigger is to cause an intense and usually negative emotional reaction in someone. So think about what is causing you. Like, I mean, there's why do we get irritated at certain things? You know, so what is causing this intense and um, and, and causing you to usually be negative, you know, have the negative emotion when, you know, towards someone? Like it could be someone at work, like someone just really gets on your nerves. They made it not, you don't even know this person, but this person really gets on your nerves. That is an opportunity to look internally. What's going on here? What is, why is what he or she do gets on my nerves so bad? It probably very well has something to do with what happened in the past. You know, that you haven't healed from, that you haven't got over. Like it really irritates you to your core. You hate to see, you don't want to see them coming. And it irritates you. So that's not good. That's a red flag right there. Who wants to walk around not knowing when an emotional outburst will come out of them? Walking around like an active volcano waiting to erupt at any moment. You become unpredictable and unstable with no self-control. You know, who wants to walk around and don't know when they're going to pop off? Like, you just... <laughs> Like you become unpredictable and unstable with no self-control. Like you don't even know what you're going to do. And I know some people boast in that. Like you don't know me. I can do this. And you know, you don't know what, I don't know what's liable to come out of my mouth. That's not cute. It just shows that you're unstable and you have no self-control, you know, so don't, and don't know what will come out of your mouth at any given moment, just because we don't want to face yesterday. So we're going to, Ball all this up, pour this out someone because we don't want to face yesterday. We don't want to face what happened in the past. So what we want to do is take stuff out on people. You know, we want to take our emotions out on people. We want to be irritated and agitated at everything <clears throat> instead of identifying and going at, at the root and digging that, digging that mess up. <laughs> yes, we should not go back and dwell on the past. So that is not what I'm saying, y'all. I'm not saying to go back, have these memories run through your mind because I know how much of a killer to destiny that is. You know, I used to go and and just play back like a, a tape, play back, you know, memories all the time. And all it did was torture me. You know, all it did was refresh the pain, you know, in my mind. So yes, we should not go back and dwell on the past. Because we can indeed block the flow of blessings and the vision of purpose into our lives. 
but some things were placed in a box and we brought it up with us into a lot of areas of our lives instead of leaving it. So sometimes we think we might have got over some stuff, but what happened was we put it in a box and instead of leaving it where it is, we still brought the box with us. Even though we may not have looked in it in a long time, we still felt like it was a part of us. We still felt like we needed to take it with us because of the strong emotional attachment, because of the strong you know, reaction of it. We felt like this pain is a part of us. Some of us have an unhealthy relationship with pain. We feel like we deserve to be in pain. We feel like, you know, I, I deserve to feel like this. Like, you know, so then now you just really are condemning yourself. And yes, the past is the past, but yet you still are taking it with you. You know, and it shows in reactions, how you treat people. All right. This is where we dive deep and take care of the wound that the past caused so that we don't walk around like ticking time bombs ready to blow up on someone. You don't want to blow up on the spouse that you prayed for, pray for God to send you because of your triggers. I've been there. You know, I've been there, won the husband, but had triggers, you know, and blew up. Like I was mean. I was mean, y'all. I used to be so mean, you know, to my husband and people to this day can't believe it because thank God for deliverance. Thank God, you know, I'm a witness to deliverance. I was mean. And I have some people that tell me like, nah, you wasn't mean that you, you exaggerate. You over. No, I was mean. I was mean to my husband. And that's because of unhealed trauma. Something, things that he would say you know, just will cause me to just react in a certain way. So, you know, you 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 ruin things when you don't heal from these triggers. Uh, you don't want to not be able to advance in your careers because past disappointments left you faithless. Faithless to the point that you can't receive promotion or think that you are qualified for it. You don't want to pursue that degree because someone hurt you by calling you incompetent. So, see, these are triggers. So anytime, you know, you maybe want to go to college. You maybe want to finish that degree, but then you, you, you know, feel like you're incompetent. Who told you that? Who told you that you, you, you can't read? Who told you that you can't, you know, you wouldn't be able to succeed? Someone told you back then. And so now you have it in your mind without even a reason of where it came from that you can't finish. And it all came from an unhealed, you know, uh, problem that you had with somebody called you stupid. So then now you you believe it and now you won't pursue the things that you need to for your purpose. All right. And there's also an opposite effect. The relentless pursuit of a thing to just prove a point to people. To the point that the only thing that fuels you is when someone says that you can't. The fuel should be internal and God driven not trigger driven. I'm going to read that again. There is also an opposite effect. The relentless pursuit of a thing to just prove a point to people to the point that the only thing that fuels you is when someone says that you can't. That's dangerous, y'all. If the only thing that drives you and moves you is is because someone says that you can't, that comes, that's just, you know, to me, it's just from an unhealthy place. It could 
can be healthy in some way, but no, not really. Cause you know, you're, it's like, that's my, if that's your whole purpose is because you want to prove somebody wrong, it's not going to end well. So the fuel should be internal and God driven, not trigger driven. And I wrote this part with this in mind and it disturbed my spirit. So <laughs> I watched the shy. If anybody know what the shy is, a Showtime uh, or series that comes on uh, Sundays. But anyway, so there's an episode where one of the guys, he was running for mayor and, uh, you know, he was just saying his reason on why he was running for mayor. And he said, you know, and I mean, he's a corrupt guy. He, you know, sell drugs, killing people, ordering murders, hitman. You know, but then he decides, you know, okay, I want to maybe become legit, you know, somewhat to maybe cover up my stuff, but I want to become legit. But anyways, someone asked him, you know, why you become wanted to become a mayor? And he said, because, you know, what happened was a professor or his high school teacher rubbed him the wrong way or elementary school teacher. I can't remember, but a teacher rubbed him the wrong way. And basically was making it seem like he would never be anything because of the environment that he grew up in. You know, he grew in the uh, grew up in Chicago, you know, in the rough parts of Chicago. And because that teacher told him that you will never be that you would never be a mayor or you'll never be what you're trying to say that's coming out of your mouth that you're going to be. You're not going to be it because of your environment that became his fuel to by any means necessary and i mean by any means necessary to become mayor whether it was legit you know it wasn't legit whether it was by corruption so that's the bad thing when you don't heal from these triggers he let this teacher get him so in a you know in a tizzy where he could have got it the right way and proved the point but by any means necessary, just because someone said that you can't, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna get it. And what happened was, <clears throat> this that wasn't the disturbing part. The disturbing part was a young boy uh, said something to him in like an alleyway or something, and because it triggered a thought to what that teacher said, he stopped the boy to death, like he killed him because of a trigger. You know, and it was so graphic. So that showed you how deep that pain was that he inflicted pain on this person just because, and I mean, he was on his way to being a mayor, but because of a young boy said something that triggered him, he felt like he had to kill him. But you know, that was disturbing. So, you know, triggers are bad. And I was just like, people got to heal from what hurt them because it can lead to something else. It can lead to unhealthy ambition. You know, something that will cause damage to your mind, your body, you know, and cause you to relentlessly go after something just to prove a point to somebody that probably ain't even thinking about you at this point. All right. I could go on and on about different scenarios of trauma and hurt because there are many. Your purpose requires that you dig up and shed light on those hidden triggers. Y'all, that's the assignment. Y'all, you know, dig up and shed light on these hidden triggers. What causes you to lash out? What causes you to be negative? Think about it and be honest with yourself. Are you always speaking negative? Is there never any light at the end of the tunnel? 
that means you may just have some triggers or something that you need to heal from. If everything is just always, it's just negative all the time. Do you, do you even know that you do these things? <laughs> the thing that I love about the Holy Spirit is that it is indeed a self checker. Listen, the Holy Spirit is a self checker. I love it. There are blaring signals that go off when something is off kilter as you take that walk with Jesus on a divine path. The closer you get to purpose, the more the things that are not of God linger on you will be revealed. Listen, I'll read that again. The closer you get to purpose, the more that the things that are not of God lingering on you will, will be revealed. Don't count it strange when one day you look into the mirror and start asking yourself questions on why you respond to things in fight or flight mode. <clears throat> so <clears throat> don't count it strange. God will have you in a place where he will have you confront yourself. I had that done to me a couple of times and that's where deliverance came from me. God, it's like he was asking me these questions and I'm like, God, you know the answer to these questions that you asking me, right? But when God asks you questions, it's because he wants you to evaluate yourself. So if God has ever asked you a question like, you know, I would say for me, this has sent me into deliverance. Why are you so defensive? And I'm like, I'm not defensive. You know, what well, am I? And because I opened up my heart to that, God searched me and I was able to see it. And then I was repentful. You know, I'm like, God changed this. I don't want to be, you know, like this. I don't, I want to change. So God will always ask you questions. So don't count it strange that one day you have to look yourself into a mirror, a literal, literal mirror too, and ask, why do you respond to some things the way that you do? And what it's going to do is lead you to your triggers, lead you to that past pain that you covered up for so long, you know? So God is there to answer and comfort you, to disarm and disengage those weapons, those triggers that are formed to stop you. Amen. Yes. Loved you enough to check. Mm -hmm. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Love you enough to check you. Listen, when I tell you them questions start rolling in, I'm like, wait a minute, but that's it. But you know what? If you look in the Bible, Jesus always asks questions. He never really confronted someone with the answers and everything already. He kind of just asked them until like with the Pharisees and Sadducees, he asked them because he wanted them to seek it for themselves. He wanted them to see that their heart was corrupt. Because if I told you your heart was corrupt, you're not going to believe it. So he gave them opportunity to search, you know, for search their own hearts. Because if you love God and you want to be right with him, you want to do things, you're, you're going to want that desire for him is going to want you to search your own heart because you want to be in alignment with him. So God is there to answer and comfort you to disarm and disengage those weapons. Some of us need to drop our weapons, drop those weapons. <laughs> drop the weapons that we've been fighting with, you know, fighting other people with, because we don't want to cut off what we've been carrying with us. We want to use it to cut other people, but we don't want it to cut, use it to cut off 
you know, we don't want to take the weapons that God has given us to cut off things that, that causes us to cut people. We using that to cut people. So uh, those triggers that are formed to stop you, these triggers want to stop you. So if you think about it, you know, and I love to give a, a, a visual perspective of it. If you think about, you know, if you're in a desert, imagine these landmines just hidden and you walking around, don't even know where to step back because you don't know if, if something's going to blow you up or whatever. A lot of us in our spirit, that's what it looks like. We have a bunch of hidden landmines just waiting like to, for us to step on something wrong, you know, and it's going to blow up. And God wants to get rid of those landmines. He wants to help you discover them so you can get them out the way. They're getting in the way of you walking forward. I said something right there. They get in the way of you moving forward, moving forward in purpose. There should be no triggers in your life on the road to purpose. All right. So this is the thing to, and this is what helps me a lot too. Write your feelings in a journal. Write your feelings in a journal, y'all. That helps so much. It may seem awkward at first, but write your feelings in a journal. Evaluate how you could have handled certain situations better. You know, start the evaluation yourself. You know, well, Sometimes when you go back and you think about things, you'll be like, I could have handled that better. Why did I even answer like that? And like I said, that's giving permission for God to come in and, and minister to you. Uh, this will ultimately lead you to the root of your wound. It is the season to deal and heal. Y'all, it is definitely the season to deal and heal. Are you up for the task? I'm up for the task, deal and heal. You know, my, I feel like, you know, my purpose is so valuable that at this point in my life, like nothing is worth it. I'm not going to let my past get in the way. I'm not going to let, you know, just anything get away. I've came so far to just let, you know, my emotions get the best of it. And that's the whole purpose of this ministry. I know how deep emotions go, you know, and especially with creatives, especially with people that are are born to just truly create something great. Your emotions, if you let it, will be your uh, biggest, your biggest hangup is your emotions. And the enemy knows that and he will use that to get you off track, to get you off of your task. If you don't know how to go to God with stuff and go to God, go to God with how you feel and let him uh, mold you and renew you in some things. So, you know, I just wanted to, that's it, y'all. That was the blog. <laughs> so if you guys wanted to chat a little bit or anything, but I really, that was pretty much it. It's just that, you know, God was telling me about the, the, the hidden triggers. We need to be honest with ourselves, need to really get to the root. Um, you know, God had been really harping on, and I just kept hearing it so much about the, the root. My niece and nephew laughing at me because I say root. I think that's right. You know, I say root. They laugh at me because I say roof instead of root. I, can, I can't even say it. I ain't going to try it. <laughs> 
But anyways, to get to the the root of things, um, because you know you can pass that on. Like if you have children and people that look up to you and people that you mentor or want to mentor, you don't want to mentor carrying this stuff around because then you're gonna pass this stuff to somebody that you're trying to help. And it's like he wants you to deal with it, heal with it, heal with it. Look at me, heal with it. He wants you to deal with it and heal. You know, and I mean, and we've been saying that, you know, a healing, you know, that's my thing is healing season. Let the healing begin because there's so much healing that needs to be done, you know, in the body of Christ and the people, people are hurting right now. You know, uh, people, it, because it's like, it's came to a head where it's like purpose or nothing, you know, purpose or nothing. You have to go with it, with everything that you have. These things, this pain that's been holding a lot of us back is no longer acceptable anymore. It's no longer an excuse anymore. We can't just blame it on our pain anymore. We can't blame it on what someone did something to us anymore. Like that's not an excuse. That was never an excuse to God, but we can't use that as an excuse anymore. All right, we have to move forward, move forward move forward in healing. All right. <laughs> so that's all that I had for whoever just, you know, whoever else that came in later, you just have to go and catch the replay. Um, If not, if you don't want to watch, you know, I do have a podcast and it's going to be uh put up right now. You know, as soon as I get off, I usually upload it on my podcast. You know, I just try to get it out the way y'all. Um, so sometimes, you know, I like, I like listening to podcasts. Like if I'm in taking a bath, you know, or washing dishes, I just like to turn and listen. So, you know, if you guys don't even know what to do with a podcast, that's what you do. You, you know, listen to it when you're cleaning the house or, you know, whatever. But, you know, I have a lot of episodes. If you've never subscribed to it, never followed it. I have a lot of episodes on there. So let me get my, uh, little, my little stuff. So, you know, this also streams on YouTube as well. So if you guys are, a, you know, YouTube bound, go ahead and hit subscribe and hit that bell. So, you know, when I'm going live as well. All right. Because sometimes this thing on this group, it really doesn't notify, you know, too much. Um, also, you can follow me on Instagram at Relinda C. McCoy. You'll see most of my quotes and everything on there. You know, even just look at some things in my story. You can get a little peek, you know, of my life. You know, sometimes I'll put some random stuff in the stories. Um, and sometimes people have questions and are shy, so then they'll email me. So then here's my email address, Relinda McCoy at the pfme.com. And like I said, subscribe to my podcast. It's available on most platforms. I, I couldn't even name them all at this point. <laughs> but you know, they are uh there. Just type in the songs of my emotions and they'll pop up. You know, pretty pink picture, colorful. You know, I just put up a new picture. And also stay tuned. Um, I've been working on this uh business for a while, like since October. Um, I'm wearing the shirt now. It's uh this is the first front runner of the shirt, nevertheless. Dot dot. <laughs> Nevertheless, you know, uh, this line is pretty much for creatives um, or, you know, and not in the sense what you think, just if you're doing anything out in the world, you're pursuing purpose, you're developing something, you're building something for the up, 
you know, upbuilding of people, this line is for you. You know, it's, it's to encourage, you know, the message is the main thing and the, the clothing is the, the, the comfort is the bonus. But nevertheless, this is going to be the front runner. God had this ringing in my spirit for such a long time because there are times where I wanted to give up. I wanted to give up like, you know, in this scripture, you know, Luke twenty two forty two. God, take this cup away from me. Take whatever you telling me to do. I want to do it. Take this cup away from me. And then quickly. God, nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. I'm going to do it. So that's pretty much what this means to me. This this is my baby, the nevertheless, you know, E210. The website is up, but it's not um, like, you know, all the way up how I want. But y'all going to know so y'all can start purchasing and, um, you know, supporting the line. Because I feel like it's going to do good. It's going to push people. And that's my thing. I just want to push people. I want to push people to be what God's called you to be, you know, and that's what the whole thing with the line is E210, Ephesians 2 and 10, you know, to, to be created, to be how God wanted you to be that he designed since the beginning of the world. You know, he's called you to a purpose. He wants you to walk in it. So do it. Nevertheless. <laughs> All right. So that is it. I pray that you guys enjoyed this um this this live and you guys know you will hear from me anytime during the week you know whenever god drops something in my spirit i like to do videos random podcasts whatever so i hope you guys have a good day and i will check you later all right bye bye <laughs>